Ephesians 4, verses 1 through something. I, therefore, the prisoner of the Lord, beg you to lead a life worthy of the calling to which you have been called, with all humility and gentleness, with patience, bearing with one another in love, making every effort to maintain the unity of the Spirit in the bond of peace. There is one body and one Spirit, just as you were called to the one hope of your calling, one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of all, who is above all and through all and in all. But each of us was given grace according to the measure of Christ's gift. Therefore, it is said, when he ascended on high, he made captivity itself a captive. He gave gifts to his people. When it says he ascended, what does it mean but that he had also descended into the lower parts of the earth? He, des- he who descended is the same one who ascended far ab- all, above all the heavens so that he might fill all things. The gifts he gave were that some would be apostles, some prophets, <clears throat> some evangelists, some pastors and teachers to equip the saints for the work of the ministry, for building up the body of Christ until all of us come to the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God to maturity, to the measure of the full stature of Christ. We must no longer be children tossed to and fro and blown about by every wind of doctrine, by people's trickery, by their craftiness and deceitful scheming. But speaking the truth in love, we must grow up in every way into him who is the head into Christ for whom the whole body joined and knit together by every ligament with which it is equipped, as each part is working properly, promotes the body's growth in building itself up in love. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks Thanks be to God. God. And thank you, Priscilla, for your ministry. Giving honor to the Spirit of the Lord, to your pastor and good friend, Senior Pastor Gary Heaton, good friend of mine. It's good to see him again. And uh, to Reverend Woodson, Phil, good to see you and everybody here. It's good to be here. And it's an honor for me to be here uh, at First United Methodist Church here in the good city of Charlottesville. And I uh, look forward to this. And I'm humbled and honored to be here this morning. And I always like to give a little joke to I had to smile a little bit on Sunday. Uh, you know, we were going through uh, some classes in Mayor. They always tell you it's Mayor. And I'm not in that capacity this morning, but they said, look, if you want to have, be well received and have a good reception, just make sure your speeches or anything you give, make sure they have a good beginning. Make sure they have a good closing and make sure they're close together. <laughs> so, but we're gonna be led by the Spirit today, but I just wanted to do that. I'm glad to see you all smile a little bit. But I'm really honored and delighted to be here this morning, and uh, uh, God told me, he didn't say that in so many words, but we talked about the time that I had this morning. But I'm delighted to be here today. I'm, I bring you greetings from the Star City of Roanoke. Uh, uh, we always brag on ourselves that we are 17. Last year we were, uh, had our seventh All-American City Award. No other city in the country had that award, has won that award that many times. So I'm proud to be here 
uh, and I'm also an associate minister at uh, God in a Prayer Church located in Roanoke, and I bring you greetings from both of those. My scripture verse is, uh, my text is taken today from the book of Romans, chapter number 12, and verses 2 and 3. And the, f- the following is recorded. Is that something I'm doing? Okay, okay. Verse 2 says, And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed. And I've seen that word here. By the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. For I say, through the grace given unto me, to every man that is among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think soberly, accordingly as God hath dealt to every man the measure of faith. Paul, in the book of Romans, gives us clear practical guidelines for living as he was sharing with those Christians in Rome he emphasized that life the Christian life is not an abstract something that you just go about doing uh, it's an abstract driven, driven theology and not connected with real life But Paul said contrary to that, the Christian life is an active life. Active life that will affect everything you do and things that you choose to to deal with every day. In other words, it's not enough to just merely know the gospel, know the words. We must let it transform us transform us in our lives and let God impact every aspect of our lives. That spirit that lives on the inside of us should lead us, should lead us to do what we can do for Jesus Christ. And as James said, be ye doers of the word, not just hearers only, but be doers. So I want to encourage you this morning to step up to let your light shine. Let your light shine. Because all of you who know Jesus, who's accepted his spirit, you have a light. You have a light. And it's time to let that light shine. We live in a, a world now that's chaotic that's divisive, uh, that's bitter, uh, and it, it's, it's, it's really, it's a time now that we need to let that light that God has given us, let that spirit shine. Let that spirit, let the world see that we are led by his spirit. And we can't let anything stop us from doing that. 
It's imperative. Uh, and not let that, and there's an old hymn that says, I'm going to let my light shine. The Bible says, don't let your light be hidden under a bushel. In other words, I have that spirit inside of me, but show it. Let's do something with it. Let's do something with it. And I'm not advocating go out and demonstrate and those kinds of things, but show love to one another. Let's come together. Let's come together as God would have us to be. And let that light shine. Not hide it on the bush, not not move because of the differences we have in denominations, the differences we may have in skin color, the differences that we may have in what side of town you live on, differences in your economic status. Those are things that should not hinder us from doing what the Spirit is calling for us to do. And we need that in the times such as we live in today. We need that type of action. God is looking for true soldiers. And I like to say this, and hey, true soldiers now that's going to stand, that's going to stand up for him. And will put on, you've heard say, the whole armor of God. I'm going to go out there and do what I can do to make this world better. We don't render hate for hate. Hate against hate doesn't bring anything but more hate. We're asked to render love. Love for what we do. Love for what, do, what we do. We are to go through barriers. And I want to just say that uh, your pastor uh, did some tremendous things in Roanoke with that. Matter of fact, he really came together with an African-American church, a, a First Baptist church in uh, Gainesboro, which is the inner city. They came together and had Wednesday night, had a service we call communion. They came together, the churches. Do you know that was packed out practically almost every week that they met, and they met for a number of weeks. And people came together from all different uh, segments of the community. And they had tables. They had everybody came together to bring food. But what it was and what caught the attention, it was you had an African-American church with a predominantly white church coming together to talk about where our differences are. How can we make our community better? That's what, that's what I think the Spirit is calling for us to do. In certain ways. Not only that, there are other things out there, but what that did, it broke down a lot of barriers. I found myself, I attended uh, a session, and I was sitting at the table with a, with a judge, there was a doctor, there was a, almost a basic homeless person, uh, there was di just everyday folks sitting at one table. We had different tables. But it was significant and it was important that we all talked about things that we could do in the community. And the Spirit, the Spirit of God was there. So it wasn't about anybody standing up saying you this, that, or pointing fingers. We worship, we there, we fellowship under that Spirit of what can I do? Under the Spirit of love. Under the Spirit of love. 
And those two, these two pastors that were there, they led us into that. We had a little service briefly before, but they led us into that. That made, that made significant inroads in our city. So much so that we're trying to emulate that again. Because as I said as mayor, when I first took the job, I'm going to need the faith community to manage the city of Roanoke. I'm going to need the faith community to do what you do. I'm going to need, I want to have meetings and talk about our society, talk about our community. What can we do to come together? Important. It wasn't just a segment, the entire faith community. And I think we made some moves there. We're going. And it's amazing what you don't know until you reach out and step out and do it. To talk to your brother or your sister. And that's how you, you make your community better. We get caught up and I know, you know, I'm, I'm not, I don't preach or teach politics, but we get so caught up and we think the Republicans or we think the Democrats or we think the independents has the answer. They don't have the answer for what we're dealing with. They don't have the answer. You find one pulling the other one and you find one saying this. But we've got to keep our eyes on him. We've got to keep our eyes on the spirit. He's the one that's going to make the difference in our life. He's the one that's going to make it, make our way. And that's why we've got to be, we've got to be, make sure that we're in the forefront of what we're doing. Make sure we're in the forefront. And I know a lot of unrest has come in this city. We, we had a big meeting. I, had a, I called the meeting in our city the Sunday right after the, the unrest that was here on uh, Saturday of last year. And many of those citizens came out and it was real. Matter of fact, it was, it was a tremendous people. We had almost nearly a thousand people to come out just to vent just to say, how can we make it happen? What can we do? And that's the attitude I've taken to our council and worked with our governing body, and our approach is, is that way. We want to bring everybody and bring the faith community in. And that's so important, and that's why I ask you to pray for your council here. Because they're at the point where they have to make decisions. They're at the point. But pray for them. Don't throw stones at them. Don't pick up rocks and throw it. That's easy, to, that's easy to do, to pick up a rock and throw it. But what can we do? How can we have it? And let's go in with the, with the drive and the passion for love. We need to come together for dialogue, to be that way, to come together, to stay, and make sure that we can make a difference in our community. And I want to encourage you to, to today, to continue, to continue to be led by the Spirit. Now, sometimes we get the Spirit, we figure we can do a little better ourselves, or we know how to fix it ourselves. But the, the Scripture tells us, let the Spirit lead you. And sometimes that can make some of us uncomfortable, because the Spirit is about righteousness, doing what's right. Sometimes the Spirit is saying, turn the other cheek. Sometimes the spirit, oftentimes will tell you, you don't have to win every argument. You don't have to win. It doesn't matter true. You don't have to win that. Sometimes step away when it's better for the cause. It's better for everyone. Love is what really should bring us together. Love. Now, sometimes we use that word lightly. 
I'm reminded that in the scripture, it says, how can you love me and say you love me who you never seen, but hate your brother and sister who you see every day? Who you see every day. So when we come to him with that love, he says, show me the love among your brothers and sisters who you see. And I know sometimes different people are difficult to love. But we, we have to go forward with that in our heart. Knowing that he'll lead us in that way. He'll lead us. And so we have to make sure we go forward. Oftentimes we look back at, as a people. Even I found out that the group that we had. We had more things in common than we had things we disagreed about. That's what I found in that group when I attended that session. Even at the table from people from all sectors of our community. We agreed to certain things. Sure, we might be different in political ideology, but that shouldn't drive us. That shouldn't drive us. Let's go with the things we agree on. You know, in, in, in my city, I would say life, safety, all those things. And I get the person. that's why I love local politics so much, because there's a big hole in the street. And if you're in one part and I'm in another part, we need to get that hole fixed. We need to get that hole fixed, or a lot of cars are going to be knocked out of line. You know, we need to get that. Or we got a dog that's running around loose. We need to get that dog, regardless of in, in, what part of you feel, we need to get it done. And that's what God is calling us today. Don't be distracted and caught up in the things that are going on, that, 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 the bitterness and the hatred that's out there. We have to keep love. We have to let love be our lead and do what we can. And, and so that's so important, and that's what I want to leave with you today, is that Paul asks us to transform our thinking. God says transform your thinking because we live in perilous times. We live in times now. Well, get even is the way. People, that's the way to go. People who care very little about life. Very little about life. Uh, and, and just look at the things that I'm, I don't have to tell you. You see the things that are happening in our country and in our world. But that's where the true soldier comes. That's where you have to be ready. That's where the Lord wants you to turn your light on. Let your light shine. Even in dark places, let your light shine. Even under criticism, let your light shine. Let it shine. Because he didn't give us that spirit for us to just sit in the pew and say hello and see everybody Sunday. You've been saved. He's given you a spirit so that you can work to make this world better. And it doesn't have to do what pastor did down in Roanoke. You don't have to do that. But there's something, if you listen to him, he'll show you what you can do. So I want to encourage you as you come upon this week of uh, celebration, celebrating the tra I think tragedy here, be inspired because you have somebody, something that's on the inside that's going to lead you to go through. Lead you to go through. Don't lose that. Stay focused. Stay with the Lord. Stay with him in, in these times. Because again, I believe, and this is me, I don't believe you're here by accident. I always tell the congregation at, 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 at my church that I'm not standing here because I've earned the right to be. 
I'm not standing here because the world or my wife can't get along without me. I'm standing here because of God's grace and his mercy. And he's given us an opportunity to do good, to do what's right every day. Every day you live is a blessing because there's no guarantee. There's no guarantee. People used to say, no guarantee. Tomorrow is no guarantee. There's no guarantee for the next hour, for the next afternoon that you have breath. Do what you can do and what God in the spirit, what he'll lead you to do. Make sure you do that. All right. God bless you. Uh, I appreciate it. Again, I'm honored to, become, to come up and share with you uh, these things. But be strong and know that we're praying for you, even in the midst of all this. But I'm encouraged. I'm encouraged because I know you have a light on the inside. And you know who God is. And you're going to hold on to his hand. Things are going to get difficult. I'm not lying. Tr- trouble to you. Trouble is going to come. Trouble is going to come to all of you. You haven't faced trouble. Keep living. <laughs> Keep living. Difficult days are going to come. But through that difficulty, we hold on to his hand. Because his hand is the only hand that won't change. Man's hands will change. Man's hands will change. You get man and you owe him a few dollars, his hands will change if you're not right. <laughs> Hand change, but hold on to his chain. Because we live in a world that's driven by greed, power, money. Greed, all of that. But hold on to God's hand. And everything is going to be all right. God bless you this morning. Congregation said.